0: Welcome to episode 244 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club Podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcasts and Spotify listeners. Rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the, I love, Jackson State University. Hosting today's show is Ken Clark.
1: Appreciate the decor and see. Welcome back to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Again, my name is Ken Clark. And we got the gang back together again today. I'm joined by the Big Aristotle and Zoe Delorean. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man?
2: What's good, King? What's good, Zo? What's good, the I love?
3: What's up, fellas? What up, King? Shaq Ba, the I love family. What it do?
2: What's
1: good, man? It's been a minute since we've been back on all. All three of us been on. You know, usually when we get together, man, it's, it's about to go down.
2: <laughs> so you already know it. You already yeah, know man. it.
3: Yeah, and this we, right we here is going to be epic.
1: For sure, man. We're, we're, you know, what are we talking about today, man? We're talking about, you know, our illustrious head football coach again. He go by the name of Coach Prime. <laughs> He's a head football coach at the D.I.L. Jack State University. And, um, fellas, he has some recent coaching staff changes, or should I say additions, or should we say hires? However you want to say it. We got some new coaches in the building, and we want to talk about it today. First up, uh, Coach Prime added Coach Tim Brewster, who I know is um, – I can't wait to hear what Zoe got to say about this. We've had several conversations in regards to Coach Brew and um, kind of how he's hit the ground running. Uh, we we added a new strength and condition coach. Um, we added some analysts to the staff. Some were already there, but officially named some – some analysts and this this coaching staff man this this whole staff is starting to take shape of a power five program fellas uh we're seeing some some roles being filled that we haven't historically seen at hbcu let alone uh, our very own jack state university but um kind of want to get you guys takes on you know the direction you see things we, we we have a full completion of year one we finished the spring season and now we're going into you know, season two, officially, full season of Coach Prime, he saw what he needed to do, made some adjustments, made some changes. We won't revisit all those changes, but we want to talk about the additions. So I'll start with you, Zoe, uh, kind of get your take on the overall, um, uh, I would say the overall um, full body count of the coaching staff right now.
3: Well, as it stands right now, First things first, this is the largest coaching staff the Jackson has ever had in his entire history. That's first things first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Secondly, uh, from an FCS standpoint, and I want to put this, uh, you know, take it out of a vacuum. You know, I know we like to think on the HBCU landscape, but to put it in the bigger context, look at it since everyone wants to talk about the North Dakota states and the James Madisons of the world and yada, yada, yada. in comparison to what we've just done with the amount of coaches that we have knowing that we have four analysts um as well as the caliber of coaching that we brought in uh i can unequivocally say we have the strongest coaching staff in all of fcs football now people may say well they don't have that much experience but you know individually um what we have on deck um and from a recruiting standpoint, no other school can compare. So uh, in the big scheme of things, Ken, this is um, it was minimal move, but in the yet same token, it was game changing, game breaking. Mm. It was a paradigm shifting higher. That's what it was.
1: I like that. How about you, Shaq?
2: You know, Zoe put it perfectly on the surface. Mm-hmm. It, it, it looks like a splash higher. But underneath the surface, the core, this is a defining moment for JSU football because it confirms what Prime and, and well, it confirms Prime's vision on how far this can go and, right. and what it does to build a program. These are monumental building blocks towards solidifying a strong, um, a strong foundation for a program from within. This is a core foundation move. This is right. this is us establishing some notoriety with recruitment, some consistency with recruiting, but also um, that what, what we'll probably get to later with the strength and conditioning program and analysts. This is trying to solidify and close all of the obvious gaps that exist to try to ensure that you don't have any leaks in your program. So, I mean, essentially, this is this is um this is what you need to build a solid program.
1: That's right. So, so, I mean, I love what both of you guys had to say. I mean, we want to get into the meat and potatoes of the, the additions. Uh, it was recently announced on our website, go JSU uh around the beginning of, of the month. And um, coach prime introduced coach Tim Brewster um, as a special assistant to the head coach. Uh, he also introduced coach Maurice Sims, and we I, I can't wait to get into um his resume and 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 coming over to us from from the very own FBS national champion Georgia Bulldogs and we we're going to get into that man i i I, yes, sir. I might share a little story about that when i when i when i heard the possible name and i kind of already knew that name and and threw it out there and i was excited to hear that you know coach prime went and snatched up coach sims who who has a a a, a track record that speaks to excellence and the level of dominance in which we I think we all would agree that that's we want to partake in and coach Gunnar White coach Andrew Zimmer coach Brandon Morton and coach Kendall Adams those are the four analysts that Zoe mentioned and we'll we'll delve into them a little bit deeper uh, as we go on throughout the show and we're going to start our our conversation off uh, about coach Tim Brewster because coach Tim Brewster got a very long uh, I mean just a story resume. And Zoe, Zoe being, you know, Zoe DeLorean <laughs> and being the big recruiting guy that he had, that he that he that he's been for years. Um you were the one Zoe that really when when the name actually when coach Tim Brewster tweeted about Jackson State, you sent that you shared that tweet with us in our chat and um, I think this was before we even knew that he was going to be uh a coach in jackson and then when you <laughs> we we all kind of woke up and into the news and zoe was already up man if i listen to Zo, be up early man he get up early on the east coast time and uh shaq he was he was pumped up man and we were trying to we we were still getting a you know getting the crust out of our eyes man and zoe calling and oh man we got you know and and you know but before we get into coach Bruce, I i do want to just just kind of Intro him by just reading his resume. So, if y'all bear with me for just a second and then we'll open up and let you guys fire away. So, Coach Tim Brewston, you know, brings to us 30 plus years of experience in the high school, collegiate, and professional ranks. Uh, he joined the staff from uh, the University of Florida. He was on the staff at serving as a tight ends coach. And I think we all know about the Florida Gators, you know, and he had, he was a tight ends coach. And we signed a young man, a, a, a recruiting class ago that <laughs> has always been has coined as baby Kyle Pitts. But we now we get the actual coach that actually, you know, recruited, coached, and developed uh Kyle Pitts, who went on to win the John Mackey Award for the nation's best tight end and then went on to become the number four overall pick to the um Atlanta Falcons in the 2021 NFL draft. So shout out to you know Coach Brew for his uh hand in developing uh Kyle Pitts and that that's a man, that's a that's a check of the, of the ages for your resume in, in itself. But as we go a little further, you're going to see Coach Brew has a really, really storied and, and, and just decorated um, um, track record in coaching history. So as you go on a little further through his history, it says, out the beginning of his career as a, as a graduate assistant at Purdue, Coach Brewster uh, has been a head coach at Lafayette, Indiana, Central Catholic High School. That was from 87 to 88. While also serving as assistant coach at North Carolina, so uh, he mentioned, you know, has a great relationship with Coach Mack Brown, right? Was became an assistant coach at North Carolina from eighty nine to ninety seven. And for those of us that know Coach Mack Brown's resume, Coach Mack Brown was the head coach at North Carolina. Then he went on over to Texas, and Coach Brewster followed him over to Texas uh, to ninety uh, from ninety eight to two thousand and one. And from there, he went on to the NFL, uh, coached at the San Diego Chargers. Uh, he told a story about how he ran across a young man that was playing basketball that he recruited and developed into a tight end by the name of Antonio Gates, who's now Hall of Famer. And guess what? Antonio Gates, first ballot Hall of Famer. Our very own Coach Tim Bruce is going to be present at his, at his Hall of Fame um, uh, induction. So that's going to be – I know that's going to be an emotional time for him. Also, um, to go on even further, coached in the NFL, Denver had a stint in Minnesota, and then became an assistant coach at Mississippi State with uh, Coach Dan Mullen. And then he joined Coach Dan Mullen over at uh, – actually joined uh, Jimbo Fisher over at Florida State from 2013 to 2017. And then he went on over to Texas A&M 2018 and a second stint in North Carolina 2019 before going on to Florida and um, joining Coach Dan Mullen again, which we just mentioned where he started at. So that's a resume. I'll start with you, Shaq. Uh, Just kind of give me your thoughts on Coach Tim Brewster joining our staff.
2: Solid hire across the board. Um, Some power five experience across the board. Um, Some definitive um, recruitment expertise. Probably one of the top recruiters in the entire nation uh, over the past decade, over the past 10 years. Uh, knows the, the game of football, has a nice deep Rolodex of high school coaches uh, and even college college coaches that he can reach out to that he's uh, formed some solid relationships with. Uh, this is undoubtedly a big move for him and a huge move, an even bigger move for Jackson State because it confirms that Tim believes, it confirms that Tim believes on, on what we're trying to do as a program and what Prime is trying to do in terms of building a solid foundation for the program, so looks like to me that Tim's bought in, and that's a good thing. Um, uh, because you know, you most coaches don't want to go into something that they don't have any faith in, right? So, Excellent. you know, well, Tim, Tim is basically saying, Hey, I, I like where this is going, I want to, so I'm, believe- I'm jumping on. <laughs>
1: And He's expressed that uh, quite. I love his expressions. You know, I, I've grown to really love Twitter and I love the interactions. And he has been on fire uh, on Twitter since he's uh,
2: joined us. Since And, he's become- and you got to a- love that, man, because his interaction with not only, you know, j- just on the platform, but his interaction with players, his interaction oh, with, with high school students. So you got to love that. And um, as we're looking at this, we've seen some nice recruits since the announcement has, has been made. To nice event. is
1: nice is putting
2: it nicely but, but go ahead. Go <laughs> well <laughs> but yeah I, yeah I mean we we nice see, is putting we, it nicely We've we see some kids oh. <laughs> we see some kids that really can get at it you know come yes, by and visit yes, the program yes, yes. so now i look i like where this is going um i, I think I, I think the sky is a ceiling for us right now you know what not even the sky is a ceiling i think the universe is our ceiling oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> Yes, sir. I love it.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, From the onset, when he even tweeted something at Prime, and this was a few days beforehand, I was like, man, look, if this dude even gets a whiff of having a chance to come here, I was like, holy, you know what, when I said it. And so the the very instant that I got the news, I understood the gravity of the moment. And the thing is, I still, even as I speak right now, people really don't fully grasp what just happened. And what we have at Jackson State. Um, as I speak right now, we have hands down the best recruiter in all of FCS. It's not even debatable. Add to that, I'm not even talking about Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. So then after Coach Prime, we have the three best recruiters in all of football. It's Tim Brewster, Coach Prime, Travis Hunter. Because Travis Hunter is a is a golden ticket. And that's what that's another attractive point for, for what we're getting with regard with regards to these recruits that we have coming in. But yeah, from the from the moment that it was announced, I knew the gravity of it, Ken, because you know, again, we talk about Kyle Pitts, but that's that's uh that's short-sighted. Understand this guy had his whole hand in picking Antonio Gates and molding him into the Hall of Fame tight end that he is. That's his greatest asset to me. Also, mm-hmm. we're talking about a head coach that has his fingerprints all over two national championships. One with Texas, one with Florida State. Right. Look at let's look at the lineage of tight ends that he he's coached. Yeah, Jermichael Finley at Texas. Yeah, Nick O'Leary at Florida State. You got Kyle Pitts at Florida. I mean, and he and, he, and at one point in time, you coached receivers too, because he had his hand in quite a few of uh recruiting a, a good handful of the uh, receivers in Mississippi state that one year that he was there. And like I said, he just moved on to Florida state and uh, even he, now, he didn't just recruit, you know, tight end receivers. You got to remember, uh, he's also, he recruited, um, I can't think of the guys, uh, the running back at uh, Minnesota Vikings, Dalvin cook. Bikers, uh, Dallin Dallin cook. cook. <clears throat> yeah, man. He, and and he personally recruited Vince young, recruited Selvin young. Um going to Florida State. Now, people, his only blemish on his whole entire career is his head coaching record in Minnesota, but guess what? He ain't coaching. Uh, he's nobody's head coach right now, but he is right. world-renowned for recruiting. Um, he doesn't have a blemish or really a loss on his record when it comes to not only targeting recruits, because it's not a matter of just saying, hey, this is guy that we want. He's a high-ranking recruit, and we go and get him. No, he, he, it's the, the name of the game is what Alabama does great, too, is targeting the high profile recruit who we feel like has a great growth and will be an asset and getting them. And that's what he has a history of doing. The mere fact that this guy is even at, let alone an FCS school, but even the perception, Oh, now he's at an HBCU because he wants to change the culture. And i tell people all the time, bear in mind what we're doing and where we're going. It's never been done before. We are a template. You're seeing something, uh, transformational right before your eyes. You have There is nothing to compare us to. And for, and for all uh, intents and purposes, we are an FBS program in FCS clothing. The only thing that separates us, you people will say, would be the money. But outside of that, man, it's just 22 less scholarships. Everything that we do is FBS caliber. Matter of fact, since everyone wants to mention the North Dakota States and the James Madison's and the yada, 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 Name any other FCS school. I'm going to give you time that has multiple four-stars and five-star players visiting right now. Name them. R-9. So what we're doing, like right now, and this this is going to sound far-fetched when I say it, our competition isn't HBCUs. Our competition, recruiting-wise, is not even any school in the FCS level. We're recruiting against Alabama, Florida State, Florida, Ohio State, TCU, Texas. That's who we're recruiting against. Matter of fact, Peter Woods announced his top four. You know, it's five, this is a five-star. The second-ranked player in the state of Alabama who is an Alabama lean. And mm-hmm. Jackson State is his top four. And I think the final four is Clemson, Alabama, Jackson State, and I don't know who the other school Florida. is. I, Florida. I mm-hmm. risk my case. And,
1: Zo, you know, we talk about this all the time, Shaq. Zoe and I are talking – in various different times there's only about a handful of five stars from one class to the next what is it about 30 35
3: right now we're looking at about 38 five stars right now
1: 38 five stars and just to to land one five star out of out of that 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 equation when you got over 100 you know power five and group of five you know programs out there that they can choose you got a ton of programs that they can go to so, when you factor that in and you can grab one of those and to have a roster that has multiple five stars, not transfers, but five stars that are committed out of high school is just monumental
3: and, and to touch on to touch on that even further, when you look at uh the the array of four stars that are actually visiting, there are no FCS schools that are that that have this right now only j s u so much so that even today, if you go to on three or even twenty four seven sports right now, and go look at the uh, the teams, uh, the team scale, and look at what what the teams have listed on each team's page. If you go to On Three, it has every single Power Five and FBS conference. There's only one FCS conference listed. It's the SWAC, but the SWAC only has one school. It's Jackson State. <laughs>
1: So you're so, telling me Jackson
3: State is the swag, basically. I mean, according to ON3, it is. So I say that to say this, you know, again, that's paradigm shifting because you know what? And, and the logical reason for that is what we what we're currently doing has never been done before. So there was no need for any FCS schools to be on the radar because we would take whatever trickle down all the other talent would have to get filtered down and we would pick the rest of whatever is available. That's not what Jackson state is doing. We're going out here and picking what we want against the best. Yeah. And we're having success. This is not hyperbole. This is not some thing that I'm saying my blue and white glasses on. This has been ongoing for a year. Last time I checked guys, we have the all time greatest rated player in all of high school football practicing on campus right now. Then to add to that, we got multiple five stars for the Class of 2023 and 2024 taking visits. This is not hyperbole. This is realistically happening. No other FCS school can say that. Again, paradigm shifting. But to to, not to get too far off of it, Tim Brewster is a game changer. I knew what this represented. And again, the relationship that he has with the coaching staff that he had, but as well, his own son is one of the lead contributors to 24-7 sports. So in the past, Guys, me and other guys who actually follow recruiting we would always say, man, you know, they never have FCS recruiting up to date. Well, now 247 has an inside source to any and all recruiting going on in Jackson State. No other FCS school can say that. That's a great point. There's not too many FBS programs that can say that. But little old JSU can do that. Also, one of the lead contributors at Rivals actually worked for Tim Brewster at his Minnesota staff. So that's another lead inside source to not only 24-7 sports, but to also rivals. No other FCS school can say that, but JSU can. So again, I don't want this to go over everyone's head. This is how monumental and how broad of a scope this hire is. The mere fact that this guy got here, and he still, as we talk, has not been in Jackson for three full weeks, and he has actually gotten multiple four-star kids and, and let me just tell you how the recruiting game works. It's summertime. These kids are going to the senior year, so most of their offers have already came during the season. We're late to the party on this. And so we've actually got multiple four-star kids on visits and have multiple more coming. And this is the work that Tim Bruce is putting in. Now, you might, cool. say, you might say, well, other coaches can get kids to come in, but other coaches aren't connected like this. So there's something strong there. And like I said, this is not even Coach Prime's doing. This is Tim Brewster. And one last caveat, even, even as I say this, Coach Prime still has not gone to anybody's house on a recruiting visit. That's a great point. I mean, I know we keep saying that, and uh
1: it's, it's amazing how um he just keeps – you know, one up in himself doing. You know, every time turn around, Coach Prime, <laughs> he done, he's doing. He's done something else, or, and that's how we got here, man. I mean the the this this, this addition, I think, was a absolute home run hire uh, for Coach Tim Brewster. And looking at his activity, his ability to relate to recruits, the connections, the relationships, relationship capital, like we stated uh, earlier, um, his energy in every interview, he he's overstated the fact that he's he's here to help coach prime. He's excited about Jackson and he's selling Jackson uh, the program and what they have to offer um, with the best of them. And I, I love it. And, and, and listen, not only is he, is he recruiting, he's recruiting nationally all over the country. And uh, that's impressive. That's something that we just haven't been able to do uh, in, in years past. So move right along with, you know, we, if we, we, we want it, We want to get some shine on, on the other coaches that's coming in, but, I think we all would agree Coach Tim Brewster was a um, phenomenal hire for Coach uh, Prime and his staff. But we want to move on to Coach Maurice Sims uh, coming to us as the Director of Strength and Conditioning. He's going to be the new strength coach. I mean, what what a, (laughs) a wonderful place to go and get. If you need a strength and conditioning coach, I mean, what a great place to go get one from, right? Georgia Bulldogs right. absolutely dominated Alabama in the national championship game. And not only did they dominate Alabama, but they also had 15 players get drafted in the on on what was it in the entire draft? Was it 15 total? Yeah, 17. 15?
2: Yeah, it was 15, 15 or 17. It was 17. Yeah.
1: Okay. 17. if you get five, that's impressive. But to get double digits like that, man, in the teams. Of players that that was drafted the number one overall pick so and, and beyond uh shout out to all of those georgia bulldogs that got the name called on draft night and day um one of the essence of every football program is their strength and conditioning program and we we had a recent show on our facility upgrades uh we talked about you know nutritionist retru- nutrition centers uh the weight room coming. Uh, new locker rooms, all of these different amenities that the players would now be privy to. Now we add that piece, not that we didn't have a great strength and conditioning coach, but to bring on a new strength and conditioning coach who hit the ground running. Coach Maurice Sims come to us after two seasons, you know, at Georgia as the associate director of strength and conditioning. Uh, He also had a stint, you know, at North Carolina in 2019. Uh, Army, 2017 to 2019. Indiana, 2014 through 2015. And at North Carolina a 2012 to 2014. He was all-conference defensive back at Concord University prior to transferring to Tennessee Chattanooga. So, you know, like, as he stated, he's, he's excited to be here, man. Excited to be a part of this Coach Prime's pr- uh, staff and program. And and he was excited, you know, like, as he stated, to push the guys to get to optimum levels mentally and physically. And I, I just love the his temperament you see him on the on the videos and 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 <laughs> he had a saying. he said look your your, your body <laughs> your body may want to give out but your mind wants to continue working so um that's the that's the thing that I just loved about it when 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 I heard uh I think it was BJ <laughs> Zoda that said it was a coach Mo and I was like Mo I said like, you're not talking about Maurice Sims are yeah because I you know I I, I kind of had recently run across him. And I was like, wow, man, if, if, if this is who we're talking about, what a what a hire, man. And it turned out to be exactly Coach Maurice Sims. So to see him show up at Jackson State, 1,400 on Lynch, man, and now to be the head strength and conditioning coach on, in, in conjunction with Coach Tim Brewster and these
2: analysts, man, what a hire. Hey, again, it's a solid hire because winning begets winning. And right now this, right. this guy is, is coming from a winning program where he has solidified or participated in, in solidifying a great work ethic and building a solid strength and conditioning program. And by uh, no imagine, I, I expect for him to do the same thing at Jackson state and continue to build that program and have these guys ready. I will say this. One of the more impressive things that I was excited to see is those guys running the stadium. As soon as he joined the program, was, <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. That was really encouraging to see because it goes back to to the great Walter Payton and what he and his when he is passed used to do during the summer, um, yeah. with, in that grueling uh, in that grueling Mississippi sun is just running that stadium, um, because that will get you in tip top shape. Uh, and so when everybody else is lagging around, you know you got you got extra burst of energy to go. So right. um, um, I'm I'm excited to see what this guy's going to do for the program. Again, I said this earlier regarding the Tim Brewster hire. this is This is confirmation that this guy also believes. these these are not just people randomly being selected. These are strategic hires by prime to select people that have come from winning programs, right because he wants that winning culture and that winning mentality within the locker room. There's no more thought process regarding, I can't, I don't know, I'm not sure. It is, I will figure it out and we will get it done. And that's it.
3: Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. Um, The thing that stands out about him more than anything to me, his resume is very impressive. Uh, What it speaks of with his resume is the fact that he's uh, been at multiple stops within the SEC at very well renowned, um, well, not well renowned, but renowned you know college programs or who has great you know uh strength and conditioning programs but also another caveat is that he's not coming to the hbcu circles blind as well because he worked at ant but here's another thing he has a jackson state tie-in and that's and that's mega harrison the fact that that was his mentor when and when he worked under him at bethune cookman so again he has he started out in the hbcu He's well versed with the HBCU landscape and the HBCU culture, but also took a step outside, got well versed in other avenues with regard to strength and conditioning. And now he's coming back with that knowledge. Uh it speaks uh to a great trajectory, but let me come back down to this new wave that's going on and let me show the expertise and everything that I've learned and let me uh you know and be a great asset to this program. Great points, man. I mean,
1: we know that this goes back to when you talk about this, the essence of football. I think when you you go to that documentary, I think they talked to Coach Tom Osborne. Remember Coach Tom Osborne for the Nebraska? Corners? Yes, sir. He talked about how that's that was their first strategy. That's how he, they became dominant when they they wanted to go and and they started they implemented lifting weights and they wanted to be stronger because he said. And when you get in the fourth quarter, when the other teams are starting to <laughs> slow down. You know, you overpowered them because you you put that work in on the front end. So strength and conditioning is extremely important. You've seen the likes of various different power five programs. And I, I honestly cannot wait until the reveal our new weight room. That's gonna be fun to see, you know. Uh the you know, that we we I think we all are just enamored by the facility upgrades that we've been privy to see so far. So seeing you know new facilities like a weight room uh, added into what's already been revealed is going to be even more fun and and we got some more things to come to the uh, locker room and players lounge so forth and so on that it's going to be you know interesting to see so um huge shout out to coach Maurice Sims welcome to Jackson welcome to the JSU Tiger family you know what
2: this is like you know when they what's when that? they when they tell you in the stock market you buy low and you sell high Yep. All right. Yep. This is what this is like. It's like these guys from these programs, they understand that this is, this is at the bottom of where Jackson state is building. And
0: mm-hmm. they're
2: like, I'm getting in right now. Cause I know in, in the next couple of years, I know what this is going to look like. And I know Absolutely. what it's going to do for my career. And I know what it's going to do in terms of exposure for a program. So they are heavily investing not only from a commitment standpoint, but from a belief standpoint, they're they're investing in the program now because they believe that in the next three to five years, this is definitely going to be one of the top programs, not just for FCS, but one of the top programs in the nation.
1: Facts. That's absolutely correct, man. Um, when you think about Coach Prime saying that he wants to not just win, he said, we won, but we want to dominate. We want to dominate, exactly. Hey, So you go and get – you go and add staff members. Um, you add coaches to, you know, to your staff. That's going to help you do just that. And, and we, I think Zoe did. And, and you also Shaq did a, a great job of showing that coach Tim Brewster is dominant on the recruiting trail. You know, By that's, far. that's, that's what he does. That's, that's what he do. You know what I mean? and, I think Coach Maurice Sims, his resume speaks for itself, and it shows the level of dominance, and you follow those programs. And uh great point in reference to, to Megar. And uh, we've had Megger on our show in times past. He was our strength and conditioning coach under our previous head coach, Coach John Hendrick. I know he worked with him also over at Alabama State some when he was defensive coordinator there. But um, great tie-in there. Uh, but here's the other thing that I want to mention. You know, those are the two – you know, uh, big features that you know the the flashy hires. Those are the those flashy, flashy hires. But this is the this next this next level. And and before we get ready to close out, I just want to we won't spend much time on it, but I just thought this was very, very um uh, impressive. We got four analysts that we've added to this staff, man. Again, I'll say their names again. Gunner White. Um we know he's a JSU alum. He he's had some time over in Nevada. He's gonna be uh, analysts to assist with the offensive line we brought in coach Bartoloni who we know is going to be running a different style offense and you need that additional help so coach Markson gets a an analyst that's going to assist him in that particular role uh, the next one we mentioned was um coach Zimmer's nephew Andrew Zimmer Andrew Zimmer is going to be he spent one season as a defensive quality control assistant at Eastern Illinois in 2021. You know, prior to that, he was an offensive grad assistant at Mid-American Nazarene University at the beginning of his career as assistant coach at Leeds Summit High School. So, you know, he played college in, at, at Kansas as a tight end and running back, you know, and for him to come on board to, to be an analyst, an analyst is just, we you know, we, we touched on that when we talked about Coach Bartolone when he was hired. To have an extra set of eyes, those that are going to come in and break down um, on both sides, whether it be whatever their roles would be on the staff, I mean that's phenomenal to have an extra set of eyes. You know what I mean? Opposed to just it being that one posi- particular position coach seeing all things, hearing all things. I know we've had great we have grad assistants, but you know to have analysts on top of grad assistants, you know is just the makeup of a, of a of a of a of a winning pedigree and a winning recipe. Uh, as far as a coaching staff. And I'll pause right there, and, and you guys could chime in on, on, on either Gunnar White or Andrew Zimmer before we move on to the last two analysts.
3: Well, yeah. Well, before I even get to that, the whole crux of the analysts being on the staff to begin with is, I'm not sure everybody's aware, but, you know, the NCAA, you know, actually has the a number of how many coaches you can actually have on staff. Mm-hmm. And so GAs are GAs, but they're pretty much like coaches. So what they do with analysts are basically it's a, it's a way to get other coaches, as you say, extra set of eyes, but they can actually coach. They just don't label as coaches. They are labeled as analysts and pretty much say, well, what do analysts do? You know, they pretty much it's a world of things. But for the most part, they they research and they review statistics on whether it's an individual player or team. And they also give insights on the game plan. And the players for the upcoming game and who you're facing, you know, um, but they also uh, uh, they assist with uh, with the installs as well. And so they, they have a myriad of things. But again, whenever the coaches are doing other things, those analysts come in and fill the gaps as well. So they're they have a great position on the staff. They really, really do, um, especially during game day. There are an extra set of eyes for the right. OC and extra set of eyes for the DC with, uh, like I said, because everything's so big on um, analytics. And so they pretty much are real big with regards to the analytics during the game, live during the game. So they have a great, uh, they have a great position and and they're needed, very much needed. Uh, we'll go so far to say Jackson state will have the only set of number of analysts within this conference. And probably against any other team that we play. Uh and so they 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 have a role to play in, and they're gonna be very beneficial to us. Uh, and again, you're talking about two on the offensive side, two on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. You know, one catered to the O line, one catered to the D line. You know, so they're gonna come in handy. It's a great asset for us to have. And again, that goes to the relationship that we spoke that we spoke on earlier. And and just to piggyback on what Zoe said, which is correct. Um, These
2: analysts are going to provide our our main coordinators the opportunity to do what they need to do, which is focus Mm -hmm. on focus on the team development and focus on the actual game planning, game day operations for the team. These guys behind the scenes, they're 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 picking up tendencies. They're breaking down film. They're providing nuances that both we like to do and the other team likes to do. They're making sure that the packages these guys understand the packages. They're going over assessments with the team, the players, making sure collectively they understand who's going to be calling defensively, offensively, who's going to be making the calls, what the signs are. These are the actual nuances, the you know the basic, you know, um, the the small details. I and mean, you know, everybody likes to say the devil is in the details, and it is. The right. devil is always in the details. So the more detail oriented you are, breaking it down and breaking it down, the better you are going to be as a team. And these analysts are going to give. Uh, the coaching staff, the the entire coaching staff, the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinators, they're going to give them a chance to really break down film and break down an entire game plan like we've never done before. I don't think we've ever had the luxury of having a full completed staff in the history of our program.
1: We, we, we can all say that we – I think we all can agree that we, in comparison to what it could be, Correct. we've always been – we've always done more with less. Yep, so – yeah, it's, it's great to see um, that that those roles tend to be filled. Um and I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing. You know, the two other assistants uh, or, or analysts, I'll say, um, is um Coach Brandon Morton. Brandon Morton was actually working with Coach CJ White in the strength and conditioning program. He this will be his first year as a grad assistant coaching running backs and special teams that, you know, and um, like I said, he he spent the 2021 season as a you know strength and conditioning intern. You know, he was a student assistant uh, in strength and condition at Charleston Southern in 2019. Played some running back and also played at San Diego State. So, um, very you know familiar face and 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 a, a, a lightning rod of a of a coach. Uh, he's he's done a great job and to move into a, and you know a, a grad assistant slash analyst role. It's just a, it's great for him and it's also great for his you know for his resume and his ability to add value to the staff and grow on to have that experience, which I know is going to help him propel in his professional career. So uh, congratulations, Coach Morton, if you're listening and, um, you know, looking for we, – we expecting, you know, great things in, in 2022. Last but not least, Coach Kendall Adams. You know, he came to Jack State. I was spending one year as an assistant coach uh, at All Saints Episcopal, Pal School in Fort Worth, Texas, played college ball as a safety at Kansas State. You know, and he's he's excited to be here. That's that Texas ties, and that's, <laughs> you know, that's that relationship um, that he's been able to um, deal with Coach Prime and, and the staff, Coach uh, Coach Hart and, and 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 Mathis and all of them. So um, that's pretty much that. That's the that those are the new additions. And like like you guys have said, I I I'll, I'll let you guys kind of close us out here, but. I mean, when you really just kind of summarize it with Coach Brewster, you know, we, we fulfilled our, our – we fulfilled – because this is what happened when when we heard these hires. Everybody was like, well, it speaks to your point, Shaq. Well, well, who left? <laughs> like, like what? Well, is somebody leaving? You know, is he going to be – like, no, 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 no. We, we, you know, we adding to. We're not taking nothing away, you know. We mentioned those that left and why they left, and we're happy for them. But this is a good sign. This is a good sign and like I said this is what we this is what we've always hoped and wanted for you know and and now it's here
2: well i I look at it like this last season was monumental for us as fans as believers in the program as diehard jacksonians and and now we're starting to see what prime really meant where he says he wants to take this to the next level. these are next level moves this is how you truly build a solid program. So he's not resting. He's not saying, okay, yeah, we did. Okay. You know, most wins in JSU history. We okay. We in a good place. No, he's not resting. Teams not resting. They're about to take this thing to a next level. And so in order to do that, you got to hire more people. You got to, you got to shore up some of the gaps that exist. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think one of the biggest things that I probably, that prime probably saw was an issue that requires some, some 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 corrections was ensuring communication across the board and Mm -hmm. that's what these analysts are going to do improve communication improve the background communication improve game day operations and again the devil's in the details. so uh, i'm excited man
3: (laughs) well i I still believe man, uh and i say this at least once a week um i challenge everybody who can hear my voice right now go back and watch Coach Pines press conference when he got introduced to Jackson State head coach. Everything he told you he wanted to do, everything that he told you he believed was going to happen, every single thing is coming to fruition. The man told you he was coming to change the darn game, level the playing field, and take Jackson State to new heights that we've never seen before. And he's three for three right now. Hey, you got to love it, man. got to love you
1: it. You do, man. You do. Fellas, this has been another great episode by tiger talk with the 1400 club it's always good to sit down and talk to your brothers man we we always put our heads together and 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 give the people what they want so again we want to welcome coach tim brewster coach mo sims maurice sims and all four of the uh analysts that uh we've hired uh and Welcome to Jackson. Stay as long as you can. <laughs> you know what I mean. And if yes, Coach sir. Prime keep building this thing up, man. We hope he stays to twenty thirty five. You know what I mean. He, <laughs> he, you know what I'm saying. He, stay as long as you like, Coach Prime. Don't be in a hurry to leave. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, again, like I said, go Tigers and the I love.
3: Go Tigers, the I love.
0: The I love. And that'll do it for episode two forty four of Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify listeners, rate and review the show, and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook, and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department, and it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show, and tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I believe. Hashtag Lee I love.